Welcome to the Brothers Grimdark, ladies and gentlemen. We are now on to the troop section. Celebrations all around, fireworks in the streets. Yay! And Henry yaying. Yay! What more could we have asked for? I mean, it's it, there's a royal wedding tomorrow in celebration of the fact that we finished the HQ section. Yeah, it's the sole purpose. We wrote to the palace. They, um, they admired the work we're doing and said, you know what, we're going to celebrate that with a wedding. Years in advance, we're like, hold on, we're thinking of doing something. Yeah, no, but put but, put a pin in that day. We are very organised, as shown by us being late. What was it last week or the week before? We weren't late because yeah. a podcast arrives exactly when, when it means to. <laughs> Despite us having said we'll upload them on Fridays, English time. We are time. uploading them Fridays. That's what we're doing. Look, as long as we say English time, no one can counter us. <laughs> no one knows English time. No, just don't even mention a time zone. I think because then you, then you get twelve hours. Either side. See what I'm saying? Can I move on to the Necron Warriors? Or do no, you, have... you may not. <laughs> have to deal with the, the lingering stare. Right. Necron Warriors. They stroll... Start of the troop section. Yeah, no, yeah, start of the troop section. <laughs> In <laughs> case people haven't guessed. <laughs> the <laughs> HQ section is done. Oh, I should have got a selection of party poppers. I think, yeah, but we can just simulate that. Go for it. <laughs> That's... <laughs> that's that's the sound they made. We got through three. <laughs> we got through three episodes <laughs> while remaining not a lot of highbrow humour, but above I fart I noises. I wasn't saying it was a fart noise. I was trying to do a party. How would you do a party pop? Then? That was me again. But <laughs> I, that's no, no party, I, party I'm pop saying itself. I can't. That's you mean a streamer. I, no, I mean a party pop. The little things that go bang and fire party stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like, they, they. I'm saying we should have got them because you can't impersonate that noise. I, I gave it a go. You damn well did, you failed. <laughs> we, you well, fucked that one. Yeah, that's true. So Necron Warriors stroll, as do most Necrons. So this is going to be a theme, has been a theme, will continue to be a theme. WS3+, BS3+. By the way, BS3+, like, before I got this codex, I was obviously hoping it'd be 3+. And again, I... I've been out of the Necron rules for some time. I've been out of Warhammer for some time. But I knew, I knew that Necron Warriors got a little bit of a nerf. So I was expecting uh, maybe BS4+. plus. Like that seemed alright, seeing as they have, you know, Space Marine toughness and strength and Space Marine guns, but better. I'm pretty darn sure at this distance they used to be 4+. plus. Oh, no, it's the, the armor save that changed. Beg yeah, the armor, save Beg sa- the armor save changed, which, which was... Worse. Yeah, which yeah. is probably... It used to be 3+. plus. Which, uh, when we go into the numbers later, would have made things... Insane. Oh, yeah. Absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. Strength or toughness for, as said, space Standard. wind value. Uh, wounds 1, attacks 1, leadership 10, because they don't panic, except when they do. Because Necrons are known to run away. Okay, brief interlude. Yeah. Brief interlude yeah. already. <laughs> the leadership statistics for the different races. I understand balance. Yep. Okay. I don't, um, think, the, I don't think the people making this do. I, I don't know. I don't know. They did limit the number of units you can take. They you did. You they, now they, only get to take three of any force organization slot. That's a lie. That's an absolute <laughs> any, lie. Any three, I think they call them data slates or data sheets. I think it's data sheets. Data sheets. So, like, yeah. you get three Lich Guard. Three Lich Guard. Or, like, say, three Monoliths. Or they basically try to cut down, like, things like Hive Tyrant spam with this. Although it doesn't apply to troops. Yeah. Troops, that's true. troops you can have infinite of. Well, not. There's a there's a dip limit, but yeah, but I think that's quite interesting to mention at this moment, at this juncture. Yeah, because troops have suddenly gone up in value a teeny bit. The troops have gone up in value a teeny bit, and the guys with the best troops in the game, technically, 
got a slight bump. But before we get on to troops, leadership values. Leadership values. <laughs> yep. In 8th edition, I'm willing to give 8th edition a free pass because it's trying to change everything up, you know, reset the clock. Seventh was bad. Just gonna say it. <laughs> the Just apocalypse end of uh, assault phase. That was seventh. Very sad. But leadership values. The admech. The admech skitari are meant to be kind of semi lobotomized soldiers. Just a little bit, a little touch. Just and sorry. Is there a half measure of lobotomy? Yeah, they they have some semblance of kind of I don't know humanity left in them. Yeah, there's a little bit of personality, but not too much. They're going to be serving robots, kind of like the Necrons. Like, in the fluff, they sound like, uh, you know, quite similar to Necrons. Necrons are leadership 10. Admech are leadership 7. Well, Henry, that's because they aren't as leaderful. They have the same as the bloody Imperial Guard. They, uh, they have on. weaknesses of the flesh, Henry. Well, no, they don't. They do have weaknesses. Because they're, the... they're robot men. Do they, have, do they little... have flesh? Well, it doesn't matter. Do they have flesh, don't they? they don't Weakness of the flesh. But the the law of the Skitari, right? Yeah. Is that they relentlessly hunt down their targets despite suffering horrific casualties. Yeah. They have leadership seven. Yeah. In Imperial Guardsmen. Because they just tend to brave. puss out like a bitch. That's most of their law. And you may not be familiar with it, but I am. <laughs> As a man who has never read the Admet Codex, any Admet Codex, or indeed really gone anywhere near anything Admet related than the models. From a distance, while glaring, they puss out like bitches. Right, okay. But still, <laughs> whatever that was, <laughs> I hate the leisure. But anyway, yeah. and why I might be sour, I may be sour this little podcast. because <laughs> Sorry, admech... so we are both such fonts of positivity when it comes to this. I think we are. <laughs> In many ways we are. I'm very <laughs> excited for Flayed Ones. Very excited. Yeah, okay. Ah, oh, that... Yeah, that's my engine is right thoroughly up. revving for the. I, I almost said I'm not comfortable. Well, maybe we all shouldn't be. Okay, <laughs> but point for point, admech dip for dip. dip, so, dip we can't dip mention dip. points. Yeah, dip equals They'll points. They'll sue us. Dip equals points, guys, and we're just going to give you a general idea of dip. So dip for you model. To dip just the gist of dip. Continue. Okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Let me get this out. The dip cost of the Admech was such that the Admech had the most efficient troops uh, in terms of what you pay for what you get. Yeah. The new Necron warriors completely blow them out of the water. Point for point. In my opinion. And I'm an Admech player, so I should be on the other side of the scale. Yeah. I'm upset. I'm upset. But I do love Necrons. So... Yeah, <laughs> they have four plus save. <laughs> yeah, four plus save, same as the Admech. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, it contains ten warriors, basic. Okay. And goes up to twenty, and you're gonna want to have it go up to twenty because reanimation protocols, which is their special rule. That's their ability. They're also armed with gorse flares, which are range twenty four inches, rapid fire one, strength four, AP minus one. The AP minus one being because. In the olden days, gorse weaponry always wounded on a 6 to matter the target, or caused a glancing hit against vehicles. But due to the way the 8th edition works with its to wound rolls, everything now has that in essence. So they've got the AP-1 buff, which I, I find quite cool. And considering their guns turn whatever they shoot into atoms... Yep. I mean, well, in, I mean in the fluff, not the rules. That'd be, in the fluff, yeah, that'd exactly. Be <laughs> but AP-1? Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> that, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> Um, but 
they're silly buggers. They are absolute silly buggers. Like, I, while extremely bored, decided to work out the, uh, what would happen if, like, I was trying to compare, like, oh, so what would Necromoria's fare shooting as other armies? And I thought, okay, so if you get Tau, and dip for dip, I went, if you just get 30 Tau warriors armed with the pulse rifles at a 30-inch range, strength 5, AP nothing, and that chap who gives them an extra shot within rapid-fire range. Now, that that is more dip than 20 Necromoria's would be. Oh, no, sorry, was it? Yeah, it was 30, yeah, 30 Tau. You mean the, the cadre of fire leader by yeah the guy yeah. with a little sword who yeah it's an extra shot within rapid fire range for yeah. rapid fire weaponry so that and I basically went okay so what would happen you know in the various circumstances of them shooting now when the tau shoot first at rapid fire range they win I think it's about the third round they wipe out the necrons because they're they're chucking out ninety shots a turn so that's forty five hits which is what thirty wounds yeah which is a lot. Silly buggers. Yeah, it translates to actually 15 wounds, and then you get the regen, etc. It's a, it's a shit ton. And you go, okay, um, what happens if the Necrons have a crypt tech and they get shot first? Necrons win. Uh, what happens if the if it's not actually at rapid-fire range? What if it's just you know shooting nature? Necrons win. What happens if it's within rapid-fire range and the Necrons shoot first without a crypt tech? They win. Reanimation protocols is surprisingly strong. Uh, but when doing the maths on this, I sort of thought, well, there seems to be a point after they, yeah, you know, when they're trading shots with the Tau, where they sort of seem to stabilise. And I just went, could they stabilise normally? And so you go dip for dip. It works out to be about thirty-six Tau warriors um, for twenty Necrom warriors. And I did the maths of what happens if the Necrom warriors don't even shoot back, not within rapid fire range, because we've established that that would kill them, but at just 30 shots a turn, going at Necron Warriors, you can't kill them with Tau. And it worked out to be... On average, average by the way. On, av- on, on average, average, yeah. On average, yeah, yeah. sorry. Like, you definitely can. It's, it's entirely possible. It's entirely possible, but on average, I'm talking here. I think they stabilise about turn three. About there, that's when they stop, on average, losing guys and keep regening to about nine every turn. This is without a crypt deck or anything. This is just warriors as is. Not even shooting back, they will stabilise against what I thought would be the most shots for dip. Yeah. And uh, with the Admech, Admech used to be the best dip for dip, point for point, infantry in the game. Yep. I think it's, from what I remember, because we did do all the maths, and I'm very sorry guys, we, we lost our notes on <laughs> look, the maths. We did the maths like a few weeks ago, and we thought, hey, a podcast would be a cool idea, and we didn't think how long it would take us to get to this point, okay? Yeah, <laughs> we, we lost we lost the maths. But I think if you put Admech against Necrons, it takes something like six units oh, of yeah, ten no, it was to kill 20 in one turn. Yeah, like, this, this is this, to secure the kill. Yeah, because that's what you have to do against Necron Warriors. You have to kill them in one turn, otherwise reanimation protocols are gonna ruin you. Yeah. Because the second you don't wipe them out in one turn, it's a battle of entropy, and Necrons win, which is awesome. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't mind that... Aside from the fact of a Necron player, I don't mind the fact that the Necron infantry is stompy as all bulls, because they're kind of meant to be. They're meant to be the scary force of inevitability. Yeah. But I would also like to point out at this point that that is twice the amount of points in terms of Admech to Necrons. Dip. Dip. Okay. Twice but the dip. The Admech... This is twice the amount of po- dip. 
Div. You have to invest just to kill one squad. And sure, you can say alpha strikes and all that nonsense. Sure, this is Guitari Vanguard, by the way, the best, the best guys. I thought they wanted three shots each. They have three shots each. Yeah, so that's a grand total of 180 shots. Just to put this in context, there's 180 shots you have to Strength pour. Strength three. To pour into these 20 guys. BS3+. plus. BS3+, plus into these 20 it, it's guys. It's absolutely crazy. Like, the Necron Warriors, without using dedicated anti-infantry... Even with using dedicated... You have, really you have to use a fair bit of dedicated anti-infantry to, to guarantee the wipeout. See, but here's the thing. USA. Yeah, wipeout USA. <laughs> Richard Hammond. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing, though. With the Necrons, the way I kind of see it is that even if I don't wipe out your squad, if I can keep your numbers pretty low, because I believe reanimation's it in your turn. It's in the Necron player's turn. It basically comes into effect where... Is it the start of the turn? It's the start of the turn. Well, falls. Before the movement, I believe. Okay. Yeah, it's before shooting and things. Don't Don't worry. It's oh, okay. in Necron's favour heavily. Okay, so the Necrons, even if I get rid of 15, yeah. you get your reanimation first, then you move, then you attack. I said they sort of stabilise about 9 after heavy losses. Like That's about where they'll go to. Like, it, If you can't wipe out 20 in a turn, as long as you can wipe out more than 9 on average in a turn, then you should be fine. Well, on the second turn. Then they've shot back and their guns... As we've covered, the guns are actually quite scary. Guns are pretty good. BS is good. Yeah. Like... Infantry choice, you do not get any more solid than the Necron Warriors. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the meta is not really about infantry. Even though they got a slight bump, because yeah. you can only take three of each unit now. Yeah. Infantry is not really meta. Oh no, but I can guarantee you what... Like, okay, the, the, when have you been going through this book? I've had in mind basically one... There's like two meta units really in this book. Yeah. And that limit actually doesn't affect them that much. It really doesn't. So there's no. no reason to go for Necron Warriors in a, in a, when you're trying to definitely yeah, when you're trying to guarantee the win. Um, if if it's not so competitive, if it's gently competitive, yeah, Necron Warriors are great fun. Also, again, the Triumvirate just makes all of this better because then they're hitting on two pluses. They have a five plus invuln throughout all the squads. They reroll ones to wound. That's way less important. Like the other the other value for the Necron Lord is also to carry some war gear. Like which you may not want to have in other people. That does, in case you have like a named overlord or something. Just to clarify that, because I didn't say it last week. I have to get it out okay. there. Okay. Sorry. Like relics and stuff. Yeah, basically. there we go. That's the one I mean. So yeah, I mean, in friendly games, as an AdMech player here, please, please just bring 10 in a unit. Don't bring 20. Please. I'm begging you. Bring 20. Don't it's do the it. only way. Don't do it. It's horrendous. It's yeah, so, absolutely uh, horrendous. To really clarify, I don't know if we clarified how reanimation protocols worked in an early one, but we should clarify it now. For okay. ev- every missing model at uh, in your movement, it's either at the beginning or end of your movement. Roll a d6. I I will look it up. You basically roll. Where the oh god, the rules are all awkwardly laid out now, aren't they? It should just be at the entrance. At the end. To the bit. to the unit bit. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. There you go. Um, at the beginning of your turn, before even movement. Yeah, I, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. It's like an extra phase, basically. Pretty much the Rian phase. The Rian. So yeah, roll a d6. Each model from the unit slain on a five plus, it gets back up, and this keeps on applying. Like in the olden days, um, you had I think it was a reanimation roll at the end of combat, or either at the end of your combat or the beginning of your turn for models that went down, and it was a four plus. Um, but if you failed it, you couldn't take the reanimation roll again 
on that model. That model was then gone. Whereas yeah. with these rules, you can keep on reanimating. Like, if a model dies and doesn't come back for the first turn, you can try again and again and again for each successive turn. Yeah, this, this is why it's crazy. So, say yeah. you lose 15 of your 20 guys, you're rolling 15 reanimation protocols. I mean, most of these guys will know because they will play Necrons, probably. Probably, yeah. If they're yeah. listening to the Necron Codex review. But just for everyone else that's interested. Yeah, like some, uh, some people would be. It's kind of crazy. And I think what's interesting, though, is that because in most tournaments, in most like shop metas, things like this, people don't bring fun, fluffy, semi-competitive lists. They just don't. Semi. In my semi, in my experience, <laughs> I don't want to say semi. <laughs> You'll get censored. Um, but I'll normally, put... they don't bring these balanced lists. And maybe again, maybe your maybe your is different. Large maybe your yeah. No but, comment. Um. <laughs> but tournaments, definitely. Yeah. Tournaments, definitely. You will not see people bringing these kind of semi-competitive lists. Like, for example, uh, a guy that won, I think, Heat 2 of the latest 40k tournament uh, just ran 120 blood letters. Like, and that's infantry. That's cool. I'm, yeah, liking, cool. I'm liking that he's running yeah. infantry, but he was very unusual. Most people ran knights. Most people ran uh, double primarch. Most people ran Forge World uh, Greater Demons. You know, Flying Hive Tyrant. Flying Hive Tyrant's extremely prevalent at the minute. Uh, no, not anymore. Oh, no, I think I think it's those nerfs are beta. I think they're saying for some tournaments you can I think, do this. Yeah, guys, we're talking about like chapter-approved beta here. Yeah, where they so just limit to three units. Like, may, maybe, it, maybe it's not in full of force yet. But. Well, I, I'm sure it's coming, though. Yeah. And that's the thing. And so what, what's nice about just going through these unit entries is what I'm saying is that Nine times out of ten, you won't even see a unit. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, if, if you're most playing... of the codex is worthless if you're talking about meta. That's all codexes, not just the Necron one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's lots of stuff like that. Like Pyrovore. Why would you bring Pyrovore? The Pyrovore got buffed. seventh edition. Oh Jesus, yeah. Pyrovore's <laughs> coming right up your jacksy. That is not what they did. That's one hundred percent what they did. That's I. I didn't even. That I was wasn't in meta. I wasn't in. That was meta. Pyrovore's. Up your jacks, up your immortals. Five inch move. Yeah. WS three plus BS three plus strength four, toughness four, wounds one, attacks one, leadership ten, save three plus. The these have five in a squad and up to ten. They per model the dip value. There's more dip per mortal than there's warriors because of a the save because of b the weapons. They're usually armed with a gorse blaster. 24-inch range, rapid fire 1, strength 5, AP minus 2, D1. Or you can swap that out for exactly the same dip cost, which is insane, the Tesla Carbine, which is range 24 inches, assault 2, strength 5, AP 0, D1. But on the roll of a 6+, plus, this weapon causes 3 hits instead of 1. And that's to hit. On the roll of a 6 to hit. Each hit roll, yeah. Yeah. This is kind of insane, because... Other people have done the math for this. If if you know about Immortals, you've seen the maths for this. Where it's basically, unless you're in rapid fire range against Space Marines or Terminators, the Tesla Carbine is the better weapon in every other circumstance. That's before you take into account things like putting a Necron Lords might well be done on this. So it's a 2 plus to hit, and the extra hits happen on a 5 plus, which is just insane. Like, it annihilates. Pretty much all small infantry, because that's just what it does. Um, it can 
probably get a good few, well not glancings, because not glancings anymore, just wounds on lighter vehicles, because just through sheer volume of fire. But again, I'm not that impressed with these Tesla Immortals. And I know quite a few people of the Necron community have kind of been raving about them and really enjoying Tesla Necrons. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong here. The maths also backs them up. The, the maths is very nice behind them. But the lack of AP I find disturbing. Yeah, that's Star Wars. I'm sorry, guys. Yes. I love Star Wars. Um, <laughs> this is not the place. This is the place. But with these Tesla Immortals, yep. like, normally... Again, we didn't even discuss the Necron Warriors lore. What are we doing? We'll dip back into we'll, that. Yeah. Don't I mean, worry, guys. I mean, there's not much. There's really not much. We'll come but... back. We'll swing around. We'll swing around. Like, like a Necron Lord in a Catacomb Command Barge, we're going to swing around yelling wang. <laughs> pretty sure that's what they do. I'm pretty sure that is what they do, to be fair. That's what I would do. Damn it, guys. <laughs> anyway, the immortal guys with the Tezzas. Yeah. Very nice. A lot of firepower. But complete lack of AP. Uh, <laughs> you know. yeah, well, okay, so if you were going to do, like, say, 24-inch range, shooting mm-hmm. at, uh, let's say Tau, because they have a 4+. plus. Yeah. So you have 10 shots with the Gorse Blaster. Mm-hmm. With 10 chaps, so that'd be what, so, like, oh god, math is difficult. Not quite 8, like 7 point something hits? I don't know, I'm not even doing it. I'm... No, no, I, no I, will, I will get the calculator <laughs> oh, out, not god. a euphemism. Guys, I, he's no. been driven to madness. No, I shouldn't I, have asked this question, I'm sorry. No, hang on, I, I need to know. I need to know. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. Calculator's not loading. Yeah. Indiana Jones yes, allow and the Crystal... Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, possibly the best film ever made. <laughs> Did, do you want us sense? to be? Do did you want sense? us to be murdered? No. So I think if anyone's seen Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, you know they know that I'm lying because I, nobody, nobody would think that that's the best film. I don't know about that. Like, what was John Hurt doing in there? He was driven mad by looking into the eyes of the Crystal Skull. Yet everyone else was completely fine, and it was magnetic. Why was it? What? <laughs> I, I'm trying to do very simple maths here, and you're throwing me way off. Okay. But here's my point of view. Yeah. Instead of taking the Tesla guys, I would just rather take Warriors and a Triumvirate. Like, I know that's much more expensive, but I just think the Necron Warriors aren't going to die. Whereas 10 Immortals, they're exactly the same difficulty to kill as 10 Warriors. Sorry, I wasn't. Because they're toughness, toughness four, one oh, yeah. wound. Oh no, like I'm safe three plus. Just probably and should. T- well, next just uh, unit removal though. Say I get first yeah, turn. Yeah. I will alpha strike the immortals. Yeah. I will oh, no, just like, alpha strike. Them. Yeah. Like the immortals will be alpha struck, but they also have way higher alpha strike potential with when given Tesla carbines. True. They can just wipe out infantry. But yeah. Again, if I'm running Imperial Knights. Okay, but Imperial Knights are bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's unfortunately that's that's the state okay, but, of the game. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. But if I'm but, using flying hive droids, I'm not afraid of Tesla. This is true, but you're not going to be using you're not, you're not be using Tesla against it, are you? You're going to be using the broken shit in here. Of course, of course. Yeah. But, okay. From from a fluffy point of view, from a like semi semi competitive fun competitive from fun competitive. I'm think, not sure we should use that. <laughs> no, that's not good. <laughs> Ka fun. No. <laughs> Let's just let's just leave it. It's just fun. Yeah, that's just, just, just yeah, fun. plain old fashioned fun. Yeah, I think Tesla's going to get enough. I think uh, it's going to get enough because even in the Admech book, Tesla is so good. That, yeah, like for example, guys in the Admech book, spoilers, spoilers. 
there's a moment where it's taser goads versus power swords. Now, power swords are my jam. So I gave my guys power swords because it's cool as well. Yeah. And I love power swords. Everyone loves power swords. But the, te- the Tesla weapons are just better versus everything. Mm. And not even in the case of these Tesla carbines. Where versus... they're useful in some select circumstances compared exactly. to... Exactly. Yeah. The, the power sword is only just about better versus Terminators. Yeah, it's... Like, it just, it's way off in balance. Well, on, what's the cost of both of them, though? Are they the same cost? I think he- Power Sword's more expensive. That's ridiculous. That's worse than here. Like, here's bad because they're the same cost, and one is clearly better. Yeah. Whereas that is bullshit. If- exactly. I mean, we'll get on to the ad like, in due course, you know, because I have a lot of axes to grind. <laughs> like, uh, I, love, this- I love Ad-Mech. I love 40k. But I love axe a- grinding. I love axe grinding. But I think it's a bit of a love-hate relationship with a lot of the stuff. Well, yeah. Like, why have they done this? Well, there's you know? so many things where they'll have rules where it's just... Have you done any of the maths? Like yeah. like this. Like the power swords versus taser goads. Yeah. It's like, did you even think or just go, eh? Just just put some stats on it. Like Tes- Tesla. I would be perfectly happy if it was one extra hit. Probably, yeah. And I, I still It'd think... probably still be... like Especially in this case, it would still work. Yeah, it would still be good. Yeah. It would still be good. However, I'd make it cheaper. So instead of being the same cost as the uh, Gorse Cannon... The Gorse Blaster. Gorse Blaster, sorry. There's a lot of Gorse weaponry There's in here. There's so much Gorse. So much Gorse. Okay, but Immortals. Yeah. They're nice. They're jammy. Yeah, yeah. They're cool models. They're cool Guys, models, yeah. If you get like, Forgebane as well... Forgebane. Forgebane. Uh, you get a great set. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> <laughs> not... Everyone wins. <laughs> no, Forgebane is pretty great. Forgebane is amazing. That's why we have two copies. We have two copies of Forgebane. By mistake. <laughs> okay, the Necron Warriors fluff, though. Yes. So, they were the basic uh, Necron tier, Necronity, Necron Jazzers. They were the civilians, basically. Yes. And they were either, like, part of the cults for the Catan, and herded, and, like, volunteered to be turned into Necrons or herded and tricked others to be converted to Necrons, and some were just converted because we don't know what else to say, but they also got converted. All right. Um, As you do. And they have they have no free will, whatever. They I, they just hate. That's it. Not destroyer levels of hate, but they just... <laughs> just just a little bit. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure... Wasn't Old Fluff that they were just machines? Like, they didn't even have hatred? Oh, no, they still had a burning hatred of um, living stuff, because oh. that was the defining point of the Necron tier. Is that they just hated living? Well, they hated um, the God, old ones. Because right, okay, in this book they have like yeah, they spanned across the entire galaxy and like had most shit, and then they didn't, and they fought a war and shit. But they had like everything. Okay, but then why do they have the burning hate? Oh no, it's because like they were infighting, so they decided to declare war on the other people. Okay, like, it seems like you could solve um, you know those kind of problems easier without having a war. Um, also, because what's more, at the end of the war. Those problems won't be solved. That's civil unrest, but Silent King, fantastic leader. If you turn them all into robo-slaves, no civil disorder. That's true, but he wasn't planning on turning them into robo-slaves. It just kind of happened like that. (laughs) Just sort of dipped his toe in and that was deep enough. Uh, Whereas the original Necrons, um, they they lived on their one planet of hell, where they had really, really short lives, because it was proper shit. And then they found the Catan. Things changed. I remember their situation was definitely pretty desperate in the olden times. Whereas also, it means that they're turning into you know, Necrons was way more appealing to them. Because they were... Well, they, now, they, were they, they tricked th- in modern law? 
Like in modern that. in modern law, they were cults or they were tricked or like there's a variety of things. But in the olden days, yeah. they fucking hated the old ones because they were basically immortal due to their extreme psychicness. Had a huge empire, had everything, and yeah. then everyone had one shitty planet. Yeah, and it, it definitely was kind of like a, a deal with the devil. Type. Yeah, but they were fully on board. They, they, no, no, I, I'm the, sure. But yeah, to the point where it's like, yeah, you're gonna get turned into like robo slaves. Fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I mean, though. That's that's the deal with the devil. You become immortal, but you lose your personality and you become a robo robo slave. Well, the, the robo slaves, as far as I was aware, weren't involved. Like, you know, you could imagine like this big crowd, and you all be robo slaves. What? <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> he said we're gonna get bitches. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love it if that was. Him. Well, that's how they tricked them. Where are we going? You're all going to get bitches. All right then. Yeah. To the brothel men. Hey, that looks like a, a brothel robo factory. A brothel looks a lot like yeah, a robo factory. <laughs> that's where the best ones are. <laughs> well, you did mention robo slaves. Oh. <laughs> so that was Necrom Warriors. I'm, I'm yep. glad you enjoyed that little foray into their world. There's not much to say. Because the rest of it is going, and they're like indomitable infantry who march and shoot. And you go, yes, they always were. Okay, this is also going to be <laughs> a recurring problem, especially with the Death Guard Codex. Anyone here that's read the Death Guard Codex, basically, we're, guys, we're going to lash out every Codex given time. I'm Don't you worry. I'm striking wild. I'm, I'm just watch. Get in my zone. You're no. dead. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Don't get in. Get there. to the point. Anyway, Death Guard. Yeah. Another problem. So many of the fluff entries just describe what they do. Or describe the guys. Would it be what is referred to in the... This is purely literary analysis of, say, the Horace Heresy novels, Bolter Porn. Where it's, the explosions happened, they marched forward, they shot more, then they hit them with a chainsaw, there was blood everywhere, and then they shot more, and then it exploded, and then a gene stealer, then he shot it, and it exploded, then he chainsawed something, and it was cool. Did you have to go to that much level of bolter porn? It's not not bolter porn levels. (laughs) It's just very much... I'll give you the Lehman Russ version, okay? This this is an ad-libbed... Lehman Rush version. Uh, it's it's a tank. It's it's pretty wide. It moves with the infantry. It's got a gun on top. Have you seen that one? <laughs> Two guns on the side. One in the middle. <laughs> Possibly which can, sometimes which can shoot around. 180 degrees. Uh... It can shoot 180 degrees any direction. Yeah, why not? Any direction. Backwards, forwards, <laughs> up, down. Sideways, upwards, downwards, leftwards. Yeah, that's basically the fluff. And it really just... So ah. any, of the, any of the history of what this thing is, where it was first deployed, or yeah. or even that it was named after a Primark? Not in there. Or just, like, in some of the old codices, yep. even through, like, 6th and 7th, instead of having, like, oh, yeah, this guy, he's got a fucking gun in his face. That's an obliterator, by the way. Instead I, of, technically, I guess, could be. Yeah, yeah instead yeah. of that, they would give you, like, a little short story. Oh yeah, like they those. were great. Like those were so like cool. Like you, they, they weren't all the time, but it'd be like, okay, if we haven't quite got enough fluff for this, I'll have a short story about it. Like, yeah. Was it Ravenous? With the tale of Guns and Bambus? Was that was the Red was, was 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 Terror? No, no, there was one in the Tyranid Codex way back. Like the one where they had Old One Eye before they axed him for a while. All right. And it was either Ravenous or the Red Terror. And it was basically a tale of some guards being ambushed by either the Red Terror or Ravenous. And it's pretty cool. Like the old codices. Oh, yeah, I think I They had a bunch of this stuff. Okay, this one does have one. This one has one of those stories. Nice. Or it may be in Forge Bane. 
I think it's in Forge Bane. <laughs> okay, okay, Forge Bane has one of those stories and it's Forge wonderful. Bane. Yeah, it's it's just a very simple the Eye of Terror being ripped open to make that thing which spanned the galaxy, but bigger. The Gash of Terror. The Gash of Terror. I, I can't remember what it's called. And the it, Maelstrom something? Maelstrom Maledictum? I think it actually is Maledictus. Something. So something basically it, it's a story about like just being on this... The warp took its zipper down. On the planet of Forgebane. <laughs> it's just a, a canoptic wraith sort of poking its head at the sands, watching this happen, and then going back under the sands. And... I like that. Yeah, it, that's it, enough for me. If, you, if you've read it, it's a lot better than I make it sound. But <laughs> like, that is more interesting to me than. Don't get me wrong. I'm fine with having now and again the he shot them, they exploded. He shot another one, it exploded. Wait, there were four more that he shot, and they all exploded. He's de- using a bulk depending on the quality. Depending on the quality, depending yeah. The quality. Some of it is as bad as I say, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's better. It's better than what sometimes. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 40k, you got a headcanon, that shit. Uh, it's a great game. It's a yeah. great game. Great game with fantastic lore, which is that sometimes, sometimes mishandled. Gets absolutely shat upon. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. From the greatest of heights. Yeah, they go out of their way, Cal Drogo. Um, immortals. Yeah, Immortals. What's the fluff? Give immortals, the fluff. they were like the shock troopers. I and really still thought are. you were going to say shopkeepers. <laughs> I was like, why would they give them better bodies? Well, they were they were part of the Merchantile Guild, at which point when the Necron Lords were saying that they're going to have the conversion process going on, they negotiated because they went, look, you need this metal from somewhere. We're the people with the trade agreements and are in charge of the mines. If you want to be able to do this, we want to be guaranteed something better than robo-slavery. At which point they then met an agreement because they still had to serve a purpose within the Necron forces so you can't just have you know the Necron barter smiths because that's just not what they do they went okay we're going to give you the finest of tech that you could carry by yourself we're not going to give you a destroyer body and you know we're going to make you pretty tall and stuffy and thus they made the immortals I like it that was pretty well done thank you it was very well done no they were the shock troopers alright uh, <laughs> so and they're still the shock troopers most of them got wiped out in the war against the old ones that's why they're fewer now Oh, right. Yeah, because they used them more than the warriors who were... Okay, well, I see that from a shock trooper standpoint. They I also could just throw sons. infinite warriors at them, but... I... whatever. Uh... <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, also, phasing out is gone, I'm guessing. So, oh, the old... There's no mention of phasing out. In, in the olden oh. days, when Necrons got wiped out to a certain point, like a Necron force got wiped out to 25%, they basically phased out and phased back to a tomb world. So no one could salvage their shit. I also really like that because the Necrons were the leading techno guys. They still are. Yeah. Still are. And they would just jealously protect their stuff. Mm. Like well, that. not that they were doing it consciously back then, but they weren't deciding we must protect our shit. It just that they, it was made to do that. Yeah, exactly. It was made to protect yeah. their shit. Yeah. So and Immortals have a bit more intelligence, but it's entirely related to battlefield tactics. So you have a, a, a nice bit in it. It's not a great bit, but it's a nice bit. Where Necron Lords, like, they'll have their pompous speeches at the beginning of a battle, which can be extended onto eternity as they try and explain. <laughs> the, the speeches are trying to rally their men to say something, but the Immortals only capable of repeating, like, going to flank, or <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, facing suppressive fire. Like, that, that'll be it. That's all they can say. <laughs> no, no, Jenkins, you mount the ridge. Suppressing fire. No. Jenkins! No, like I'm bat- battle strategy you. they get, but I'm saying like when the Necron Lords go, and now we'll obliterate them all! These vermin have claimed our lands! What do you say, men? Taking cover. <laughs> Preparing to flank. Yeah, exactly. Like, 
God damn it, Jenkins! Someone shoot Jenkins' balls off. Someone beat me to it. Oh, this one. I'm doing my own bit over here. You, See, I would make a great Necron Lord because I'm insane. I'm insane. I think you make a great Necron Lord because then no one would have to talk to you. You've been a safe distance around Tomb World. <laughs> yeah, the Necron Lord that got just exiled yeah. is busy just giving speeches on a planet. But you'd be happy. I would be. Yeah. I'd be very successful as well. Lichgard. On your own planet. Lichgard, that's elites. Yeah. Don't you yeah. dare. We got done Don't with, you dare we got go done with the troop section. Party popper, go. That was a slightly bigger one. Yeah, fuck me. I think the car detonated that side. Royal wedding is kicking off now. Yeah. The Royal Rumble after the wedding. Well, what Queen Will Elizabeth Charles. storms in and delivers the people's elbow to Charles. <laughs> Damn right. Royal this, motherfuckers. It's just Prince Charles waving his crotch around. <laughs> Someone's going to go back and work out just how much you've mentioned either crotch-waving or crotches in general over the course of this singular episode. I'm pretty sure it's not enough. I I don't know what the quota is. Is there a quota we have to meet? I don't know. I mean, if we're meeting quotas, tits on monoliths, there we go. <laughs> I'm <laughs> contractually obliged to mention. I, I'm pretty sure you're hired by a company that sculpts breasts onto models. Monolith-sized breasts, yes. You, they don't sculpt them. Monolith-sized breasts? You buy the set, situation. then you have to sculpt it on. But they sell the set for sculpting breasts onto a monolith. Kind of like the shitty upgrade kit for destroyers, only of an actually higher quality. Because destroyer lords? No, heavy destroyers as well. Oh. Heavy destroyers are also oh, a shitty upgrade kit. Oh god. They really... Given... Hold on. Spoilers. <laughs> given how much this codex pushes destroyers... I would have loved a new kit yeah. for Destroyers. Like Immortals, and they really which, deserve one. I say Immortals have a new kit. They've probably had a new kit for like seven years now. It's fairly new by 40k standards. And I like the Immortal kit. I think there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, no, the Immortal the kit is good. But we're saying we want, like a, we want like a Destroyer kit of the same quality. That's what exactly. we want. I want Tomb Spiders. That level of quit. Oh. Quit? Kit. Yeah. Yeah. That'd for Destroyers. Too, yeah. That'd be exciting. Yeah, too. Tomb Spiders are great. Let's go. The elite section. The elite section. We're here. Finally. We crossed the border. Five inch move. WS3 plus BS3 plus strength five, toughness five, wounds two, attacks two, leadership ten, save three plus. They are armed with a war scythe. Strength plus two, AP minus four, D2. Which is a pretty great weapon. Or, alternatively, you can pay a lot more dip to give them a four plus invun. And give them a hyperphase sword, which is strength plus one, AP minus three, D one. They have reanimation uh, protocols and guardian protocols, which is basically look out, sir. Once again, universal special rules. Why do we bother having them? We can just rename the same thing every damn time. Roll a D six each time a friendly dynasty character loses a wound while they're within three of the unit on a two plus. Model from this unit can intercept that hit. Character does not lose a wound, but this unit suffers a mortal wound. Which I guess okay. if, you, if you're taking a last cannon shot that was going to deal six damage, you get one mortal wound in return. I, I seeing as these guys have two wounds, that's actually hilarious. That's actually fucking hilarious. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, because it doesn't. Really it doesn't say they're hit by it. They just okay. suffer a mortal wound. Guys. Okay. Oh fucking I, hell! I really. I have <laughs> that's to just say. bollocks. I have to say, I don't like the bodyguard rules as they are now. Because oh. if you guys remember Index Tau 
and even Codex Tower, I believe. Yeah. Shield drones could take the lookout sir save on a crisis suit. Yeah. A lot of that matters because crisis suits are shit. But they get it. Crisis commander. Crisis commander. Yeah. Crisis commander. Also, more importantly, riptides. Because riptides are battle suits. They count as little yeah, battle suits. That can I, be sh- a singular drone could fly in the way of that shot blocking it from the riptide. Because the riptide okay. is just so small. And but here's the thing, guys. <laughs> like the drones, you could take thirty in a unit, and they all have uh, savior protocol. Yeah, up to like thirty. It was crazy. People would just field masses of drones with like one storm surge. I think, and four I think you'd just take like three in a unit, but a shit ton of units. That way, you can't suffer morale damage and shit. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I'm, matter. They I'm just, have Savior Protocol and the Bodyguard Special Rule. Yeah. Okay. Right? And what I hate about the Bodyguard Special Rule is it completely ignores the weapon being fired at them. Yeah. So if a LAS gun does a wound, you can just throw a drone in front, it takes a mortal wound. You fire a Titan Turbo Laser Destroyer weapon. The thing which atomizes on contact. And proper atomizes. It's not just like flays them with gauze weaponry. Proper atomization. Yeah. It will kill one drone. Yeah. This one drone will throw its tiny body into this massive destructive beam and it will deflect all the damage. I hate it. And as well, uh, the Death Shroud Terminators, Death Guard, I also play Death Guard, by the way. Death Shroud Terminators are only in the game for yep. their bodyguard special rule. And like I'm sure people disagree with that because they're, they're great models. But basically what you want to do is drop them right next to a Demon Prince or Mortarian yep. and just soak up a couple of Laz Cannon shots. And the, the thing I really dislike about the Bodyguard Special Rule, in its abundance, is that there's no counterplay. So with the Lich Guard... Well, you can aim for the Lich Guard first. Exactly. Okay, that's, that's the counterplay. You just have to kill all the Bodyguard units. Yeah, but that, that's before. all the counterplay in 40k, if we're honest. <laughs> What's well, the counterplay? Kill their stuff. Because it, there's very few things in 40k that like interact with your opponent's turn, or messes with their plans, other than kill their stuff. Let's be fair here. Okay, I guess. Yeah. But again, okay, like, so take take 10 Lich Guard. What's the counterplay to a Riptide? Kill it. What's the counterplay to... Well, no, I'd say counterplay to a Riptide is take Las Guns. And that sort of stuff. Yeah, but... Unless they have but, drones who can okay, leap yeah. in the way. But it's like you can't... If you have a set list, which you have to go up against multiple different lists yeah, okay, with, sure, the counterplay sure, is kill sure, their sure. stuff. Just kill like, it, yeah. yeah. But Lich Guard, anyway, very good unit. I like them for their dip. Very yep. nice. They... Like it's especially when you can cheat them into being closer. Like there's numerous ways you can do that with like a Night Scythe or the the Deceiver or the Night Shroud or Zandric and Oberon or Zandric and Oberon and the Deceiver. Yeah. To because that's how you get the charge off. Yeah. If you like, really want to secure this one charge, you yeah. invest in the Deceiver, Zandric, and Vargard Oberon, and then you can charge one unit of Lich Guard. <laughs> yep. But it's like a three-inch charge, so you don't. Oh yeah, and. It. And Lich Guard on the charge can be terrifying. Horrific. Strength 7. Yep. Beautiful. AP minus 42. Or you give them Hyperface Sword. The, okay, when we were mentioning the Triumvirate the other day, the other podcast, um, because it benefits Lich Guard as well, like with the passives or the My Will Be Done, etc., the important thing here is when a Cryptek has that 5 plus time warping thingamajig, because it means. Chronosphere? Chronosphere, yes. Okay. Dip for dip, especially if you have this with, like, say, two Necromoria units nearby, and the Lich Guard, yeah. even ignoring the buff to reanimation protocols that Cryptex give, the cost of that 5-plus spread out against that amongst that many models, it probably works out to, like, less than a handful of dip, but more than one dip, shall we say. 
Yeah. Whereas the dispersion shield is quite a lot of dip for it's what it is. It's very expensive. It's very expensive. So there's really no point. And it also massively hampers what they can do. Because the hyperphase sword could work if you're going up against infantry because like it's going against guardsmen. Because it's, you know, all of a sudden it's strength six, AP minus three. Yeah, that's pretty, that's alright. But the Lich Guard only have two attacks. Like yeah. they're much better at taking down something elite. Like they can wreck vehicles. Yeah. They can do a lot of damage to vehicles, especially with um a stratagem which gives them plus one strength. Mm-hmm. Which means they get strength eight, AP minus four, D two, with twenty attacks. That's not even finding other ways to buff the amount of attacks, which you can do. You can get them up to have, like, three attacks each. At which point, like with Anarchy the Traveller, that's 30 strength 8 D2 attacks, AP minus 4, going up against whatever it is. Now, these guys can do damage to knights, for fuck's sake. and Like, a substantial damage to knights on the charge. Yeah, definitely. No, I think the Lich Guard are a really good unit. Yep. Uh, One of the Necron's best anti-vehicle stuff really because reliable damage yeah because everything else just has such a low output of fire for how much they cost that's the thing the Necrons are quite weak with is vehicle wreckage or just more libertarian uh, Primark wreckage anything big and stompy really I I think the main problem here is simply that las cannons are the best multi-damage weapon basically in terms in terms of how costly they are to what they do. Yeah, they're like they're full, just amazing. Yeah, the range is fantastic and shit. Like, yeah, like Space Marine Laz Cannon spam. Or the, the Necrons can't put anything out like that. Yeah, or just the well, they can't do it now so much. But the yeah, Laz Cannon Predator. The amount of times I'd be looking around seeing different Reddit's and it's just okay, that vehicle's nice, but compare it to a Laz Cannon Predator, and you go, yeah, okay, yeah, the Laz Cannon Predator does ch- chuck out a shit ton more damaging shots. Yeah, for cheaper. No, it's it's very true, but <laughs> enough doom and gloom. The Lich Guard, yeah, but Lich Guard very nice. I do like the Lich Guard. Yep, they're pretty the slow though. They're pretty slow. They are slow. This is why you should probably find a way to cheat them out, or rather than using them as a thing to like cheat out and get uh, to attack, whatever. If you're using them again, probably with Triumvirate, they are a fantastic way of protecting that Triumvirate. A unit of ten Lich Guard in front of your three leaders is a great piss off <laughs> to. Close combat armies. Of course, if they're close combat armies, they're still going to get closer, but it's a great little buffer zone. Because Lich Guard are tough to kill. That's toughness 5, wounds 2, 3 plus save. And even then, even when I would have them on full bodyguard duty just to body block my yep. Triumvirate, body block my warriors, I'd still give them war scythes. Yeah, no, even still, still definitely. Would. Because if, if it's Triumvirate, they're getting a 5 plus invent anyway. Yeah. And the thing is, is that your enemy are going to kill you with many small cuts rather than. Like, nobody's going to be shooting uh, even battle cannons. I'd say shooting a battle cannon into Lich Guard. Like, like, uh, if you didn't have the 5 plus in Vun, I would shoot a battle cannon into Lich Guard. I I think Lich Guard are just a great deterrent, really. They're just awkward to kill. They are pretty awkward. And with a high potential damage. So you want to try and kill them, but it's awkward. I still feel like the Lich Guard are. Strangely, like a combination of a scalpel and a hammer, weird pickaxe, yes. if you will, a pickaxe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In that, uh, you've got to be very careful what you send them into, because they won't just mash up everything. No. You know they'll do a very good job of destroying it. Yeah, they they will wreck most things. But if you throw them into like a thirty-man mob of orcs, the orcs are probably going to win. Probably, yeah. You know, and you're not going to do that much damage points-wise to them. Like they won't really care. 
Dip-wise. Dip-wise, yeah. sorry. Dip-wise. Because yeah. Lichgard are... They're a bit expensive. They're actually quite expensive. But, again, as a deterrent and the potential, like they're just nice. Or if you treat them to places like great stuff. Their lore is funny. Okay. <laughs> Not particularly, but it, it's a little bit. Because these guys are... So the Silent King, when he, he fucked off out the galaxy for a while... Handed over, you know, freedom to the Necrons, by which we mean he handed over freedom to the Necron Lords. And the Lich Guard were meant to be free, but they were then fully programmed to be entirely, you know, serving the Lord and protecting the Lord. Because beforehand, they were in service to the Lord anyway, when they were, like, not human but fleshy, squishy, squishy, squishy boys. And then, you know, programmed to save, all that shit. But they're apparently super obsessed with perfection the point where they will obsessively try and perfect each strike. To the point where in the middle of a battle they will stand there waiting, doing nothing. Ah oh, yes, they're just so tough like they, they like the enemy will just keep on hitting them, they'll just weather the blows, waiting for the one moment to have the perfect strike and they're like so cool when they do it. You can tell who wrote this. You can just tell. Yeah. It's stupid, it's ridiculous, it's funny to think of. Just this unit of, you know, of Lichkar just waiting, waiting, holding a water by the head. Mm, not yet, it must be perfect. They even then go and beg to the Necrolord. Ah, oh, my lord, please forgive me for my fuck up. Oh, I, I, I made an imperfect strike, it was terrible. Oh no. It, yes. I didn't know about that. No, they literally go and beg to their lords to forgive them. Oh no. Because they made an imperfect strike. Oh god. See, yeah. I always used to like pariahs. Pariahs were fucking awesome. Yeah, and I always kind of thought Lichgard were Pariah's successor. Pariah's back in the day were the one Necrons which had thought. Yeah, they they were really cool, but they kind of had uh, war sides. Yeah, and they were stompy they, they, boys. They were like, Lichgard are based off of them. Yeah, heavily. And okay, I knew about the Lichgard like waiting for the strike. Like, <laughs> I would just like to point out in human history, maybe it's different from the Necrons. But in human history, yeah. it has never been the tactic to just stand there motionless. No, 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 taking they're the so tough, though. They're, like, they're like, so tough and cool and like really tough. Okay, sure. I think it should have been done that they were just defensive. That yeah. they would simply parry attacks, block yeah. attacks, and then when the time was right, then they would strike. Rather yeah. than, I'm just going to stand here waving my yeah. dick around. Yeah, no, they, they stand there motionless in battle. I think that's exactly the words. It's just crazy. It is just crazy and more importantly shit more importantly wow. shit I don't know I like the Lich Guard though their models yeah no models badass. models and rules fantastic like, oh and the shields I the really shields look the shields. amazing oh. they really do I mean I can't oh. I can't justify putting them on the Lich Guard which I have from Forgebane and Forgebane 2 Forgebane Mark 2 yeah. yeah which is exactly the same um, <laughs> but the, the shields are awesome oh the shields are so cool like I would say in friendly play shields shields 100% because they look so gorgeous. I, I would have, in fact, I would have multiple Lich Guard units in friendly play. Yeah, like in friendly play, just have all the Lich Guard. We would, well, that's because we love the models. But if, if yeah. it's slightly competitive friendly play, whack a Warsight on them. Like, yeah, if, if you, uh, if you want to win at all, whack a Warsight on them. Because yeah. otherwise, they just do not get their value. They don't get their dip value back ever. Because the one thing they're good at is fighting guard, and they're never going to get close enough. That's the guard. Eldar are really Unless good the Eldar them. charge them, they're never going to catch them. Exactly. Like this, and this is the big problem with the Lich Guard, is simply, if you don't get into close combat, the only value they have is the bodyguard thing. Yeah. At which point you've paid for 20, say it's a 10-man unit, 20 yeah. wounds yeah. for your lord. Not a bad problem. You know, maybe it's a Catan. Maybe, 
Like, I like them as ablative wounds. I do like them as that. Yeah, but there's better... There are better ways to do it. Yes, way Definitely. better. Okay, if you want ablative wounds, play Tau. If you want a unit that can protect your highly mobile Catan, you're going to use Wraiths. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're going to get to Wraiths. <laughs> We're going to get to them. Those boys are sexy. Yeah, Those they're... multi-limbed, sexy bastards. That they are. Death marks? Yeah, death marks. Death marks. Death marks. We're flying through it now. Move 5. WS3 plus, BS3 plus, Strength 4, Toughness 4, Wounds 1, Attacks 1, Leadership 10, Save 3 plus. They're armed with a synaptic disintegrator. <laughs> okay. Range 24 inches, <laughs> Rapid Fire 1, Strength 4, AP 0, D1. This weapon may target a character, even if it's not the closest enemy unit. Each time you roll a wound roll of a 6 plus for the weapon, the target suffers a mortal wound in addition to any other damage. Now, the reason why I like this weapon so much is because it is mind bullets. Yeah. When they fire these things, and they, it doesn't have to hit the head. Like It can hit them in the toe, and it fries their brain. That's, that's what they do. Does it make sense? No. No, it fucking doesn't. But it's fucking hilarious. They have mind bullets. I would also... With mind bullets! With mind bullets! I would also like to point out that this is another one where they completely overdo the fluff. Like, if any of you guys oh, read 4th yeah. edition Space Marine Codex... And then read fifth edition, fifth edition, sixth edition, seventh edition because they get one every edition. Of course they do. Uh, if you looked at assault marines, they're the boys in blue yeah. with some other colours, but don't fucking matter. Not compared to the boys in blue. Exactly. Or the white boys. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, assault marines used to be shock units of space marines. Okay, cool. I like that. Yep. They've got chain blades. Sixth edition happens. Every assault marine is worth ten of any other species in like, the oh, galaxy. It's like, come hey, on, even, guys, they suck. They even, suck in the rules. <laughs> even the modern uh, space marine codex is that bad. With the was it Blood Raven? Blood Raven Bolter costing as so much as a hive city. That's Blood Ravens. That's not space marines. Okay, and that's also crazy. That, no, it's still bullshit because a, I don't, I don't see the Imperium of Man really. No, but it's like, the, like the, the way it, the Imperium works in our imagination yeah. is that it's it's a war economy. There is yeah. literally material for material. It's we send you bullets, you send us men to die. Basically, that's yes. it. And Instead, okay, this also, is like oh, they pay for it. There are banks. There are loan sharks. They there yeah. are debts being run up. It's yeah. like what? And before anyone goes, oh, but this bit of law says yes, that bit of law says. There's also countless bits of law that say otherwise. Forty k is so. Shoddy. This is no. This isn't complaining. This is kind of. It's because there's so many different writers and so many different styles over the years, and so many conflicting pieces of law. You have to headcanon this, and to be honest, you do. It being a war economy makes makes way more sense than. I think it's yeah far no, more no, no no the, the blood ravens. Well, that's it. They're just being conned. They need the bolt guns so badly. The makers of the bolt guns went, you know what, we're going to piss off the space marines. Yeah. We're going to charge them through the fucking roof because these idiots will pay. You want us to put some fucking gold tier motifs on your fucking bolt gun? It's going to cost a hive city. Suck lord. Well, <laughs> it's going to cost no, you. What's more, like, there's no way that's ever value for money. I'm sorry. Because if it's run like it's actually actual monetary economy and you have to pay for these things, yeah. there's... No point making one gun that doesn't do fuck all in the scale of a full-scale 40k, real world for 40k, battle. A bolt gun is fucking nothing. It's It's a piece of piss. No, hold on. Oh, sorry. 
A Lehman Rust tank, I guarantee you, doesn't cost a fucking Ive City. How much damage does a Lehman Rust tank do? A lot more than a fucking bolt gun. No one would pay for yeah, this. But, this look, no, There's, no. The space, Fuck no. this law. Fuck no. that single factoid. It is bullshit. It is awful. It is awful. <laughs> but also, you have to remember that the Space Marines collect special dividends at the end of the year for being special boys. <laughs> <laughs> they get handouts from the Emperor. Um, no, I think that's crazy. So... Going back to mind bullets. Going back to mind bullets. Yeah, this so is where happier fl- times. Yeah, fluff, fluff versus crunch. Right. Yeah. This means that if they even hit a guy, <laughs> and he fails his armor save, he should be turned to a blithering idiot rolling around the floor because his brain's been fried. Exactly. He should die and say, "Why have that bit of law? Why not just say that they're really good snipers?" Yeah, but the death marks. Okay, but we're gonna we're gonna finish their rules. Then we'll get to their law because their law is a little bit silly. Not unlike the rest of this codex, which is entirely serious. <laughs> Flight ones, just <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, they have reanimation protocols. They have hunters from hyperspace. Okay. Now this. Tell me if any of this sounds familiar. Just, just wait. Just, just press the buzzer when it's familiar. During deployment, you wait, may. Hold on, hold on. What's my buzzer sound? You may decide for yourself. Oh. Oh, baby. During deployment, you can set up this unit in hyper in a hyperspace oublet instead of placing it on the battlefield. At the end of any of your movement phases, the death marks can slip back into reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Set them up anywhere on the battlefield that is more than nine inches away from any enemy models. I'll take deep strike for nine points. Correct. <laughs> that is in fact deep strike. Is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am surprised. It sounded like toss me off from space. <laughs> so, oh. I was going to go down the road of a Scooby Doo joke, but it was really deep strike. No, it's toss me off from space. <laughs> I think, I think that's what the like. If you just changed it to toss me off from space, they deploy nine. It'd have about away. as much meaning. Like it'd be great. By the way, what's? Give me the gun name again. Give me the gun name. Synaptic disintegrator. Okay, I'll press pause. I feel like with a lot of the Necron yeah. weapons, yeah. they rolled two D100s, <laughs> and that's how they go out. Okay, this one is about, a, okay, an obliterator cupboard. 50 of one of those dice, one of those dice results was gorse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one to 50 is no, gorse. And, no, sorry, it was, the, it was one, a D100, one to 50 is gorse, and the other dice is a D12, of which a 12-year-old wrote down, wrote down cool words. Yeah. And they accidentally rolled the D12 twice for this gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Like a lot of these weapons, if you just said you think that's silly, Hi- uh, heavy destroyers armed with a Negasonic. Uh, Negas- uh, fuck it! Negasonic teenage warhead. Fuck everything! <laughs> fuck! Yes, a Negasonic teenage warhead. Now I can do it. Yeah, there you go. When you steal my punchline, I will steal anything <laughs> within sight. <laughs> the worst person to play against, someone that takes your dice. And oh, you also have you have the awkward moment afterwards of like, uh, that's that's my dice you just picked up. Yeah, it's okay. We just swap dice where I'm from. Yeah, well, where I'm from, we keep them. we keep our dice because yeah. those are in fact my dice. Yeah, they're unbalanced. Damn it! <laughs> Shouldn't have it. <laughs> they're weighted, you prick. By, by the way, I think I've told you this story before. This yeah. is just minor segue. Yeah. I played against a guy yeah. that would only use his dice, that would not let anyone else even touch his dice. And he would keep his dice in his jacket pocket, then remove them one at a time, and roll every result one at a time. Interesting. He rolled a lot of sixes. A lot of sixes. And I'm not saying if he 
you know, if he's using way to die or not. I'm just but saying he's cheating. I'm just saying I should have won. <laughs> no, but guys, anyone out there that uses weighted dice, what the fuck are you doing? To be fair, I think you need to. Well, I, I need to. If I yeah, no, rolled weighted dice, I know, it would pretty, come out I'm below pretty sure average. it would come out what? below average. Like, <laughs> this I, is weighted so, to be a six. At, at some point, what I'm meaning to do is institute at the end of the, end of the show, we each roll one die. Just okay. just to show the constant disparity. And after like a few months of doing this, people look back and go, yeah, Alan's average is like five, Ends average is about two. What the fuck is this? I don't I don't roll dice. <laughs> I don't roll dice. This is a really depressing thing. But anyway, maybe I'm just bitter about this guy. Maybe I need to hide my dice in my jacket. Maybe he was onto something. Maybe he's onto something. Can we go back to death marks or... I don't know. Can we? Yeah, because they have one more rule. Oh. Ethereal interception. That D12, that D12 got <laughs> <laughs> Ethereal interception. Bloody hell. Yeah. When an enemy unit is set up, other than during deployment or when disembarking, you can immediately set up a unit of death marks that was set up in a hyperspace oublet on the battlefield, anywhere more than 9 inches away from enemy models, and within 12 inches of the enemy unit that has just been set up. So this is not... That's not suck me off from space. That's... Alright. <laughs> it's All right, a slight then. variation. You can then make a shooting attack... With this unit as if it were your shooting phase, but this attack must target the enemy unit that was just set up. This rule has problems. Okay. Specifically drop pods. Yeah, definitely. Now, death marks were the super bestest, awesome, most badassest of all badasses that were assassins. They were so good... Is this they, fluff now? They, yeah. This is fluff. Okay. They they were the bestest ever. They weren't ever actually used in wars against other Necrons because Necrons have an honor system where they were all Boy Scouts. Except for the Nefreak. Super freaking now. Um, yeah. Nefreak. Yeah, right. Fuck, I can't remember the names. No, it's Nefreak. It is Nefreak. Is it the Mefreak? It's it the close copy. It's it, the crazy it, ones. Okay, it fuck it. There we go. The crazy ones. Other than them, who were considered to be basically like animals. Um, they weren't. They were quite advanced. Deathmarks. Yep. <laughs> they would be used against uh, other species. Other species leaders or whatever, and they'd just, you know, sneak in and kill shit. They were perfect shots. They never missed. They were so goddamn brilliant, they never fucking missed. They would sit in the hyperspace oublet outside of dimensions. Look, once again, the list of dimensions in 40k has expanded at a fucking huge rate. Because hyperphase swords, by the way, they phase into other dimensions through other multiple dimensions okay so there's multiple sword dimensions they pass through to yeah. then go through armor but some of these sword dimensions overlap with the flesh dimension because they cut flesh not armor that's why they have such high ap See, so now hold on i think what happened is the necron people yeah suffered hyperinflation of dimensions i think the dimensions they did got out of control they got out of control and became meaningless because there's a lot of them i also would like to imagine that there's some people that inhabit another dimension they're just now they're just, just a sword of yeah, here. Jesus! Just swinging through their tables. Christ! Most There's likely. another one, Mary. <laughs> one sails by Gulliman in a pocket dimension. Um, he's safe. He's, he's fine. Yeah, pocket dimensions don't mean shit. Nothing if means only, shit only... Gulliman. Nothing means shit. <laughs> True. If only throw, throw some demon primarchs at him. He'll hey, just... De- look, demon primarchs are just above guardsmen, if that. They're pretty bad. I've seen Harker arm wrestle Mortarian. Wait, I read just... a lot of fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very minor segue here. Yeah. Literally one sentence. Okay. Magnus has been beaten su- successive times by chapter masters of the Space Wars. Chapter yeah. fucking masters. Yeah, he's a demon primarch. 
Yeah. For fuck! Like, even ignore the demon <laughs> for the love can, of can we just ignore the fuck. demon part for a second? Just say, he's a Primarch. That should be enough. Yeah, he's, he's a, a Primarch. He's a Primarch who became a demon prince. Like, that is... That, that's cataclysmic levels of do not fuck with. Yeah. Also, chapter masters of current law... Yeah. ...are like centurions of old law. You okay. don't even come close to the best of the legions... Those guys were crazy. And the best of the legions, in numbers, could not beat a single Primarch. Fuck no. Anyway, Fuck no. That, that aside, can yeah. you tell me what a fucking Ooblet is? No. <laughs> I meant to look it up. <laughs> I meant to look up what an Ooblet was. I'm not entirely sure. Why do they include this Ooblet? Does anyone know? I think it's a form of dinner jacket. I, I believe it's a, it's a kind of chest of drawers that you keep your fine china. That does sound likely. Which has Necrons hiding in it. Because it's, <laughs> it's a different dimension by which they mean it's a lot larger. So they're hiding in the hyperspace oobalette between dimensions. And in there is a control room. I don't know how they build this. Does the oobalette go through dimensions? Do they go through dimensions? Because it must know. be them because they turn up sans oobalette. Okay. <laughs> anyway, no, no, no. Oh. No. In this oobalette, they then listen to all enemy communications to perfectly plan the strike. Because they are aware of everything. Spying on everything in the oobalette. That's why they're the perfect assassins, and then they shoot a drop pod, not the inhabitants. Because of the because yes. no, of the way because of the way this rule works, drop pod comes in, at which point the death marks have to turn up because the people inside aren't deep striking. They're deployed after the deep strike of the drop pod. Yeah. But they are deployed after the deep strike happens at the same time. Yeah. So the death marks tell them, "Go, it's a fucking drop pod." They shoot it, at which point everyone gets out and they go, "All right, lads." <laughs> Hello. They go, "We got him. We synaptically destroyed the drop pod." Also. Synaptic destruction, special rule nonsense, get automatic wound on the roll of a 6+. As that applies to vehicles, I'm very confused. I mean, you can argue the machine spirit all you want, but the town haven't got that. Killer cans yeah, haven't got I, the machine spirit. They've got an orc in them. They've got That's a bad Gretchen. example. That's a Gretchen. Gretchen. It's a bad example. But other people, it doesn't work. I think Shooting a monolith, it does not have a Shooting a, a monolith with to... mind bullets definitely works. By the way, guys... The That's whole, telekinesis, the whole, Kyle. <laughs> the whole fluff of the Death Mark uh, reeks of Ward. Absolutely. <laughs> everything. I, I just imagine someone voyaging to the abandoned cave on a hidden planet. <laughs> There's two wizened old figures. <laughs> tell us. It's like, tell me, what went wrong with our society? Which won't be turned to him. <laughs> it reeks of Ward. <laughs> Gone. Must the harem. <laughs> yeah, it reeks of ward. Everything is the max to the max. They're the fucking the biggest dicks I, in the universe. I will, the biggest no, I, balls who shoot the biggest thankfully, dicks at other dicks. Thankfully the brains frayed over time due to the use of the weaponry and over time. Otherwise they would be the deadliest assassins ever still. Okay. So what I will say for in in defence of the death marks. Okay. They're funny. Like, they, they are like, funny. Lichgard aren't funny. That's why the whole standing there begging depressing. their lords. That's, that's just depressing and shit. Death marks are hilarious. They cheer me up. <laughs> the master assassins that hit the wrong unit. Yep. <laughs> we know everything about everything. Drop or take it down. Doing nothing to it with your pea shooters. That's the other thing. The master assassins with pea shooters that occasionally mind bullet. I gotta say as well, I would be much more happy if death marks were relegated to one of these one uh, model. Units similar to the uh, Imperial Assassins. Fancy Vindicare Assassin and Vindicare, like. yeah. yeah. Like, okay, it's kind of riffing on the, the Vindicare yep. territory here. But Deathmarks being the super secret assassins, turning up in squads of five? Uh, up to ten. Up to ten? But you're going to want them in squads of ten because A, reanimation protocols, B, you need as many goddamn Indeed. shots with your yeah. pea shooters. Though, okay, 
Their real function, though, to be perfectly honest... It's just backboard sniping. ...is to do fuck all. They are there to... Uh, what? <laughs> there to deep strike cockblock. So when someone goes, I'm going to drop in my fusion blast command, they go, yeah, but there's a chance he just gets wiped out before he does anything. If he took ten... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or at the very least, he's going to take a shit ton of damage. But they have to be 12 inches away from... Is it just the unit that drops? more than 9 from any enemy, but within 12 of the unit that drops. So they're going to be having rapid fire. Okay. So it's going to be 20 shots. Okay. So, like, it's... It's not a... It's just a deterrent that is kind of useful against... Yeah, but... Okay, but if you got every single shot hit, that's an average of three mortal wounds. And Which that's is just every shot hitting. It's not good enough. Yeah, but you then have the twenty shots themselves. True. And true. but I, like, see, I, it's. I think it's they're not a great unit, but they're quite nice for that, and they can also be used as just they will deep strike and shoot something else. Like that. That's the thing. They're not just relegated to that. I would actually use them as battlefield snipers, and not even put them in the ublet. Like I, I think cock blocking is nice, depending on the enemy. Yep, <laughs> depending on the situation. I think it's pretty good against Tau because I would say Tau it's but, rubbish against. Well, look, look, Tau can deep strike in. Cause, oh no, because the fucking drones count as the same unit. Yeah, because they count as the same unit till after deployment. They will, just, so they will turn up with drones. Yeah, and they'll just they'll just throw the wounds onto the drones. But Plus, again, battle suits cost like four hundred points each. So. Nobody's taking battle suits out. Exactly. Nobody's so they're, taking so they're deep striking a few uh, a commander, which can have I think two drones with him. Yeah, and it's going to be only that because. But a, you're not going to kill him. B, he's just going to fly away. Yep. And C, he's going to shoot something and kill it. Yeah. They're, they're, so like, it doesn't even stop yeah, him. No. Like. So I would actually, if I'm going to use. Uh, death marks. They're great for countering death marks. I'll say that. They're great. <laughs> Imagine just death marks <laughs> upon death marks upon death marks. Just like well, how confusing. Because here's the thing: like it's just the ooblet. if one ooblet is spying another ooblet, do they know how many ooblets do you go? Like is this inception with multiple ooblets, or because it's trans-dimensional shit? Yeah. Is it just one ooblet infinitely spying on itself? Like when you look at a mirror at one end of a room, and there's a mirror behind you. Like is it, is it just that? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's I think it's poorly explained. I think. I think it reeks of war. <laughs> reeks of war. But yeah, sit these guys at the back, try and snipe a unit. Yep. But I don't know. Like, do you see them as fun? Do you like them as fun? I like the models, kind of ish. Like, yeah, the I, gun, like the the, I like the models, but not the guns. Weirdly, also the guns are crap. I'm just, the stats wise, because they can't be a battlefield sniper because it's a twenty-four inch range. The Necrons are quite short ranged as a whole. But I, I think I guess they can deep strike. But give give them forty-eight inch range. Forty-eight inch range. Strength five. Straight sniper. Okay, they sound broken as all balls. I like to be that. fair, they, the weapon can target a character. Exactly, but so twenty-four inch range. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's iffy. Like, I don't think they're bad. I don't think they're good. They're just there. Yeah. I think they're kind of heavily situational. Uh, yeah, I'd say. like heavily. they're heavy. Like, I've no doubt there's times where they are useful, but it's so heavily situational. Yeah. If you really hate. One tower players, <laughs> like who keep if they keep on going fusion commander drop, you just go right. I'm bringing forty death marks. Yeah. No, I'm going. I'm bringing forty. I'm going to fucking guarantee that kill. Like there's no kill like overkill because also it's demoralising. Because if he's if they're not expecting it and you just have forty death marks turn up and go, yeah, that's going to be eighty shots. That is pretty. And they nice. go that's so, points inefficient. 
I don't give a fuck. You've turned up. Turn one. Every they're actually changing that. So I think you. The, the deep striking changed slightly, so they can't deep strike in the first oh, turn. Sorry, I don't what, believe. What's deep strike? In betas. Oh, sorry. Different variations of coming in from reserves more than nine inches away from an enemy model. Oh, thank you. That, that's a lot. Sorry, that's, that's a lot that's clearer. A lot clear. Well, it okay. wasn't really because it actually specified what any of them were. Um, I, I think believe one's called "suck me up from space." I think they did basically say "deep strike" when they're doing the talking about yeah, the clarification. Yeah. But even they admit it. It's like, come the fuck. I, I think it's something that's going to change in the future because I think everyone has realised <laughs> it's an absolute waste of time. Well, I think they probably did, like the first two codices and went, "This is all right." They got to the seventh and went, "Jesus fucking Christ!" We're, we're out of D twelve results. We're out of D twelve. Put it in the Put it in the no, okay. If, if it turns out the Dark Elder hide in Ooblets as well. <laughs> it's just this ridiculous scenario of everyone's in an Ooblet. <laughs> Reboot Gilliman has his own personal Ooblet. <laughs> Dublet, that's what I'm thinking of. Dublet. <laughs> that's like the, the medieval tunic. Yeah, no, that's I, why I, I was thinking. I know what a Dublet is. Sorry, you've played The Witcher 3. I have played The Witcher 3. Deathmarks. Yeah. Yeah. I like your idea, actually. What if you just took 40 yeah, of them? No, like, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe we're thinking too small. We're thinking one unit. Yeah. If you take two units, all of a sudden, they are a lot more piss Deep off. strike counter. Yeah. yeah. And they're still okay. Like, and you still get the models on the board. Then they're yeah. within 24-inch range because yeah. they dropped close. Yeah. And if you had a unit close by with, like, Resurrection. By Erection. By Erection. That's a reference to a song. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how the Necrons do it. Yeah. Sadly. <laughs> no, the Deathmarks do have tails. They do, which I. That's no, it's, no, it may not be them. I think it's Lichgard who have tails. It's, yeah, no, 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 Praetorians. Lichgard, Praetorians. Lichgard and Praetorians. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But no, so Deathmarks, like. I like them. They're funny. Yeah, they they, they, funny. okay. Maybe that's it. Just take more than one unit because it is funny. <laughs> I would also love to and see And they still have the utility of deep striking. Like, because they can deep strike, they're guaranteed to be in rapid fire, and rapid fire is scary for Necrons. So they don't have AP minus one. Yeah. So I, they're less scary than normal Necron guns. Yeah. But I, I would just love to see the look on someone's face where they're like, oh, I'm going to do this crazy deep strike. Cold Star Fusion. Strategy. Yeah, four Fusion Blasters and a, on a uh, Cold Star Commander. No. I disagree. That's like 200 more dip. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it is like when you do those games where you just invest in like the really silly items. <laughs> Because it's funny. Like, I remember in uh, Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah. I think I ended up spending all of my lord and hero allowance on one dwarf lord who was held atop two shield bearers and was just unkillable. <laughs> and it was just ridiculous. Was he, like, was he the best option for the point? For the dip? For the dip. No. Actually, <laughs> it was points because it's fantasy. Yeah, we fantasy, can, fantasy doesn't we can, exist. We can talk, we can talk about, about that all we like. Yeah. yeah Fuck so you, GW. It was great. Yeah. I spent all his points allowance on defensive items, and he was just ridiculously tough. Like, I think he got shot multiple times by cannons and assaulted by Nagash. And he was just fine. He was like, oh, I love it. Yeah, doesn't do shit. Did I win the game? No. Wasn't Did that because the Nagash win? player was lying through his teeth about some shit? Yeah. Okay, segue. <laughs> final, final segue, and then we'll... we'll then we'll wrap it up. Then we'll, we'll wrap it up. But Wrap it in, let me begin. Yeah, no, this is the end. Old Nagash, old fantasy... Uh, I believe he had like summoning spells and he did like 3d6 and it would summon something kind of like similar to what we have now and basically I think the guy playing as Nagash was summoning double the points he should be summoning and then like putting them in impossible like positions yeah. so like, oh look these skeleton horsemen are flanking you because they're 9 inches away from Nagash is that how it works and he was like yep 
And I think at this point, the actual oh. Nagash book wasn't quite out, but it was like the White Dwarf version. So or, everyone was kind of. Like, oh. Even if it was out, he'd be the only one with it because they cost like £30 each. Yeah, and they're like sold out. And also, this is the really bullshit thing. I wasn't even involved, but reading back about it was bullshit. They went, yeah, any rules in any of these extra books always count. So oh, yeah, that was really. You could just turn up with. and go, I bought basically what's Apocalypse rules, and I can bring where the fuck's in here. Yeah. And I and you have to allow me to do that. Yep. No matter what the rules are, no matter what game we're playing, I can bring Nagash. Yeah. But anyway, in 40k, if Nagash deep struck, you just deploy 40 death marks in front of him and say, that, fuck you! Not that he deep strikes. Well, <laughs> it'd be, it'd be oh, a yeah, bone man scene. <laughs> Summon the greatest bone you ever had. Deploy nine inches away. 40 death marks! <laughs> I also want someone to just be so insane. Yeah. <laughs> to just own 40 death marks. See, if the anyone... death marks, like, they are not that much dip. Yeah, like, it could be really They're a little bit more dip than immortals. Magnetize them, swap them in and out for immortals. Yeah, you could do. Okay, so troop Although section. they have very different guns and arms. You have to magnetize the arms, and immortal arms are awkward. Okay, troop section. Done. Dusted. Bam. Bam. In- interpretation of the troop section, very strong. Like it. Yeah, for for a troop section, for a troop which, section. which obviously means uncompetitive. For a troop section, fucking hot. gravy, fucking hot. The elites so far, we love the Lich Guard models. Oh, we like the rules actually as well because they're they're useful. Yeah, like you you have to think about using them. They're useful. Death marks, fucking hilarious. Love them with potential. Just you know, what, fuck it. You know, what, ignore everything. Bring eighty. <laughs> bring 80 death marks <laughs> waiting for them to deploy one unit from deep strike and utterly fuck it if A you completely look at, they completely deny that like, oh I'm going to deep strike a fire and no you're not they're going to spend the entire game hiding that thing they're never going to deep strike a goddamn thing you don't, have to, you don't have to set up all 80 at once you can just oh, I'm going to send like a, a unit to sneak it out I'm not even going to respond oh god they're still waiting and you can just deep strike 80 of them somewhere like and you have to be wearing a doublet uh, yeah no, it's play this a requirement as is. Okay, so next week. Next week is the week. Oh my god. It's the one. Please tell me. Flayed ones. Oh, thank fuck. They are the first unit for next week. Oh, yes. I don't know if we'll get onto any other units. I love like, I love Flayed One. I love they, them. <laughs> I feel Death Marks was fun. Ah, oh, I think Flayed, flayed ones. ones are my favourite unit in the entire of the entirety of the book. I, I have other units I prefer out of a I like the models or rules more. Oh sure. But just for the wholesome oh. feel good factor flayed ones. I feel like an Amish farmer who's in love with a pirate? Female private. private. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I love anyway. them. <laughs> That's how they, they make me crazy. <laughs> they make these Amish loving possibly a man. <laughs> Join us next week for more rambling insanity. Thank you. Bye.